the Click and Go Travel Podcast, fueling your wanderlust with far-flung, off-the-beaten-track destinations to just across the water and everything in between. We've had a short break, but Paul and I are back this week with Mairead our, from our product team. While Mairead is our cruise product manager, she loves Greece and is a bit of a pro on all things Greek. Hi, Mairead. Hi, Paul. Hi, Hi Jill. Jill. How are you? Hi, Hi Paul. Mairead. Thank you for joining us today, Mairead. Yeah, no worries. Yeah. We're so, relying on you for all things Greek today. Yeah, you're a bit of a... Well, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say I'm an expert, but I do love Greece. It almost would, an it, expert. Yeah, almost, it, would be, it would be my number one destination choice, if I'm being honest. Well, then you're the best person to have <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> so you lived in Greece for a little while. Yeah. How I long used, did you live in Greece for? I was in Greece for three years. Three years. And yeah. where did you live? So I lived on the island of Kos. Oh, wow. In the three, Dodecanates oh, wow. for three, three years. years. Yeah, I lived and worked there. So, which is where my love came. Wow. Yeah. Good. And what is your favourite Greek destination? That'd be Kos. Kos. <laughs> <laughs> All of the islands have something different to offer. Um, obviously, I'm going to have an affinity with Kos yeah. um, because it's where I've spent most of my time. I've still got some really, really good friends there. Um, so that will be always my default island to go to. However, last summer, um, I did go to Crete, or should I say go back to Crete. Crete was my my first ever girls holiday abroad without my parents okay. um, yeah, 10 years ago and um, I returned then last year with my friends and their families oh very good yeah so we went back so two different sides to Crete yeah but I guess what's interesting um, about COS for this year is that COS is now a direct service with Ryanair and COS is a direct service with Erlingus. So I think Erlingus announced first and then Ryanair followed. So there's going to be plenty of flights How this exciting. year. How exciting. Yes, yeah. Really great to hear that news. So you're definitely going to be going down to COS this year. Yes, June. Yeah. Oh, very <laughs> good. <laughs> I haven't put in my leave yet, Paul, but while we're here, June, please. <laughs> no problem. Whose office yeah. will be sorted? But what is, like, and I guess that's indicative because a couple of years ago, if we were doing this podcast, the, the number of destinations that were available direct from Ireland uh, on the scheduled services from the likes of Erlingus and Reiner was very limited. Yeah. So now we actually have huge choice. Yeah. So as we said, cost was added this year. There's direct flights into Rhodes. Think with just Ryanair. I'm not sure if it's Erlingus and Ryanair, but definitely, is, yeah, definitely, just Ryanair. definitely Ryanair. Um, Corfu, I think, has both Erlingus and Ryanair. I've been there myself fairly recently. Stunning Island. Crete is Ryanair. Halkidiki on the on the mainland yeah. is Ryanair flying into Thessaloniki, that stunning city. Yeah. Um, also flights into Santorini with both Ryanair and Erlingus. And of course, not forgetting Athens, um, pretty much year round, I think, with Ryanair, isn't it? Um, and also with uh, Aegean, I yes. think, as well as Erlingus. So three well. airlines on the Athens route in the summertime. Mm-hmm. But uh, so now we have actually got huge capacity to the Greek destinations, be it the islands or be it the mainland. And we also have a service from Shannon to Corfu. So there's a direct Ryanair with Shannon to Corfu. So Corfu is well served, Crete, Rhodes, Kos, Santorini, all of those islands on a direct service out of Dublin or Shannon for Corfu, as we said, and then mainland Athens and Halkidiki. Yeah. So pretty it's a fabulous choice. Yeah. yeah, really good choice. Yeah. And Paul, have you you've travelled to Greece quite a bit? What would be your favourite destination? Um, within Greece, I've done Athens. 
Uh, I've done Corfu and I've done Crete and I've done Santorini as well. Um, so I haven't been to Kos or to Rhodes. So I'm really interested to find out from Mairead all about Kos in particular and Rhodes also. Um, like Rhodes, I just hear wonderful things from everybody, from friends and from people who work mm-hmm. in Click and Go who have been down there and they just love the old town and just love the island and, and other people in the travel industry. Mm-hmm. What what I think is really interesting, Jill, is like listen to Mairead being so enthusiastic. There are other people who are in the travel industry in Ireland now, based in Ireland now, but who, like you, would have worked abroad and their affinity for Greece is incredible. What, what is it that really, you know, clicks with Irish people for Greece? What, what makes it, you know, that it is your default position? There's a lot of similar characteristics mm. between uh, the, the Greeks and the Irish. Um, when I was over there, the three years that I was over there was 2011 to 2013. So Greece were, you know, in the grips of their Uh, financial crisis Um, we were slowly coming out of it Um, and some of the conversations I used to have you know with the people that I worked with um, in the evening or should I say late at night when you finally make it to dinner (laughs) uh, you go to dinner at around 10pm in Greece in the summer and some great conversations going about uh, they love the Irish because we stood up to the IMF and then you'd point out to them that what we got from the IMF wasn't necessarily a bailout is actually a loan you have to pay it back um, whereas the, the Greeks would just like to take bailouts and not give them back so you'd mm. there would be just you know great humour great banter um, they're friendly mm. Um I never realised, even what people say about the Irish, we're very friendly, we say hello. Um, I was kind of unaware of that. I lived abroad for 20 years. And then when I came back to Ireland myself, and I'd be just going out for a walk, <laughs> people would be going, hiya, hiya. And I'd forgotten that. Yeah. So people see that in our character when we go abroad. And they would associate us with that. Um, so... I think you go there and you're treated like family. You're not okay. just you're not just going on a holiday. So, you know, it, it is the cliche. You are going to know who the barman is, who the waiters are. You know, a, a lot of, I suppose, historically, a lot of the properties you'd go and stay in in Greece, no matter what island it was, they're all family owned. OK. You know, yeah. so you've got generations working in the hotel. Um, they probably be the small self-catering, pensions, bed and breakfasts. Yeah. So you do get to know them all. And that's grown over time. And obviously, they, in Greece as well, they've moved on with the times. So if yeah. you want the big all-inclusives, you know, with all of the facilities, you're going to have that. And you'll probably have, you know, three brothers <laughs> working. <laughs> what You know, one's in the restaurant, one's in the bar and one's around by the pool or something. So you, you still have that that connection, that warmth that just wraps you, wraps around you um, wow. with so them as people. So yeah. Different, like very different to Spain or Portugal. Like they're friendly destinations, don't get yeah. me wrong, but that personableness, if there's, that's if there's a right word to say there. And, 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 that's, and that's what it is. It's just a genuine warmth. Um, and like I said it to you, Paul, you know, when I when I went out to Cos at first, because of the job that I was doing, you know, everybody wanted to, to, to meet me and know who I was. And they were, we, you know, it was the start of the summer mm. season. They want to do business with you. Of course they do. If you didn't do business with them, they would still invite you round 
you know, to meet their family or for Sunday dinner or something like that. You know, they, you know, just because they're not getting what they want doesn't mean that they don't embrace you and bring you, you know, into the fold as well. You're somebody that they're going to see day in, day out. Um, And the customer, and you see that as a customer. So, you know, I was a customer to a certain extent, but you see that, you see why the customers want that. Sounds great. And what about the Greek food? Uh-huh. I love the Greek food. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of us do in Click and Go. La- the last, so. last few Christmas parties have been in Greek restaurants yeah, here in yeah, Dublin yeah. as well. Um, oh, for me, it's just, I'm, well, I'm not a cook, for starters. <laughs> um, so, you know, constantly whining and dining out when I live there. That's where you, where you get the love for it. Um, I ju- for me, it's a freshness. There's mm. a, it, it's it's basic food. You know, it's no frills, but there's just this freshness that has such a good taste about yeah. it. And again, it's that that sharing, that giving mentality mm. when you're out to eat. You know, it's very much ordering a load of meze, which is like tapas. Yeah. You know, a load of sharing plates. And that's where the conversation flows as you're enjoying great food. You know, each island will have, you know, a dish that's unique to them or their their twist on, you know, a on a Greek favourite. Each island will do it with their own little little bit of Mm. added extra into it as well. So it's you can't go wrong. And I just think, you know, in this day and age with food allergies and uh, (laughs) I'll eat this, but not that. Again, it's a great choice if you've got families um, or even meze, you know, if you're a vegetarian, yeah, you know, an abundance of salad, yeah, you know, or to eat, you know, fresh walnuts and honey and yogurt, the Greek way. Oh. Mm. No, the That's food amazing. I love, I love like going to Greek restaurants and the food and the salads and the feta cheese. And as you say, just the flavor, like it, it tastes different. It's not exactly what we're going to have here. Yeah. It do and like yet it's the lamb and it's the chicken. Like a tomato in the Greek salad just tastes oh, gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> and it's a Greek love. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Greek love. That, that's exactly it. Yeah. Mm, mm. And like the food piece of a holiday is so important. Absolutely. And, and I think that kind of touches on another really important thing about Greece as a destination. And that's the value for money that you get eating out, mm-hmm. drinking out. It really is incredibly good value. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And again, we were talking about it earlier. Mm. You would, you know, even if you're you're travelling with a family, so you want, you know, the big hotel with all of the facilities and it's all inclusive. It's an absolute sin to go to Greece and not eat out in a local restaurant. And I think that's something that everybody does want to do regardless. And you should, Mm. you know, be it hiring a car for even if it's a day or two just to get out and explore the islands that that you're on. Um, And you stop off in like, it'll be a small little fishing village. It'll be a small little taverna, you know. I'm getting hungry. Yeah, none of the chairs are (laughs) matching. You know, they bring you in, they sit you down and all of a sudden this feast will come in front of, in waves, you know, local village wine that like they'll serve to you in a tin cup and it's gorgeous and you will leave having the best meal you've ever had. You really are just painting the best picture. Like I'm just visualising little tavernas <laughs> with quirky chairs, as you say, that don't match and wobble yeah. and the tables with that kind of funny tablecloth stuff that they, yes. like it like, you know, this is part, I think, of what I love about Europe, that it is so different. You yeah. know, like you, Italy is different. You go to Spain, it's different. You go to yeah. Greece, it is very different. But like, let's keep with all things Greek and and just 
keep building that picture and, and then start thinking about, well, where to? Where are we going to head to? Yeah. And like in terms of the, the Greek islands and Halkidiki, what would be like maybe your top tips maybe for um, your favourites so like costs and maybe roads? Um, top tips, I suppose. That, that, it's hard to break it down, to be honest. Um, definitely look before you go to see you're not it's a summer holiday we're Irish we're getting Mm. on a plane we're going to the sun Mm. Greece is obviously going to be first choice because that ticks that box straight away you know you've got the sunshine you've got that but look into be it Cos be it Rhodes be it Crete all of the islands just like the food have a uniqueness yeah and I mean Greek history is unrivaled. Mm. I'm not a historian. I'm not going to harp on. I'm probably going to embarrass myself with some of my Greek friends (laughs) listening to me. But every island that you go to will have something. So, for example, I know Kos is the island of Hippocrates, the founder of modern medicine. You know, Hippocrates tree is still in Kos town, which is where he used to teach. Wow under that tree so you can see that you walk around the island of Cos just Cos Old Town and it, their history is so rich you can see a big Roman influence in the architecture yeah. Italian influence um, and it's just stunning you, you turn left you turn right there's there, there's sites there that have been there for 5,000 years it's amazing And it's always worth getting out, even for the day or when you're there, looking up what local tours are not just going to bring you to, you know, the water park or bring you shopping or anything like that. Just immerse yourself. The wines, you know, believe it, famous for wines. Um, And get get down with the locals and see what there is, because the history is fascinating. Yeah, I'd love to And that's to unique yeah. to each of the islands. And again, it's that history that'll influence, you know, the food that has mm. its uniqueness. You know, Rhodes Old Town, you referred to it earlier mm. on, Paul. I mean, Rhodes Old Town is stunning. The Palace of the Grand Master of the Knights wow. of Rhodes. And it's, it's one of the best examples, they say, of uh, Gothic architecture in Greece. Wow. So it's a walled city. So Old Rhodes Town is a walled city. And it's stunning inside. Where do you go in during the day? Mm. Because there's an abundance of shops in there, mm. you know, yeah. to wander around, you know, get the souvenirs. Um, so, again, local artists with some of, you know, what, what they're selling mm. or go in at night time for an evening meal. You know, the, again, there's an abundance of restaurants in there. You're going down these small streets. It is stunning. Um and a lot of the cruise ships that obviously I'm a cruise product manager. <laughs> How long yeah. have I left it before yeah. I could get it in? You know, if, if, if you're going on a cruise that stops in Rhodes, um, the ship docks. You can walk to Rhodes Old Town from where the ship docks. It's one of the most, I think, underrated ports on a yeah. cruise itinerary yeah. if it's stopping in the port of Rhodes. So if we stick with Rhodes for a minute. So yeah. we've Rhodes Town, which yeah. we all know, yeah. amazing history. Like Gorgeous. I haven't been, but I know all yeah. kind of history buffs are all talking about it and loads of people who, who travel to Rhodes want to be there. Yeah. Then there's other resorts like Falaraki or Falaraki. Lindos. And yeah. Talk to us and a Ixia. little bit. Give yeah. us a little bit of a kind of fly around the island in so, terms of 
key resorts. So the ones closest to the airport would be like Ixia. It's only a 20 minute transfer. Yep. And it would be, say, halfway between Rhodes Airport and Rhodes Town. Okay. Um, a beach, obviously, a, be- yeah. a beach location. Got great, again, a great choice. You're not going to go wrong. I'm not going to go into details on the mm. hotels. If, yeah. you, if you want to go self-catering, go to find really good quality self-catering. If you want a good all-inclusive, you mm. are going to find a really good high standard of mm. an all-inclusive on any of the Greek islands. Yeah. If you want one of the small bed and breakfasts, or you will get that. Mm. That's there. Just call the sales team yeah. and they'll be able to direct you in yeah. that. Um, but as I say, if you so you come from the airport, heading towards old uh, Rhodes Town, you come to the resort of Ixia. And uh, Chromasti is also they're kind of oh, in yeah. a row. Yeah, they're those. in a row up yeah. there. Now they say that the this the beachfront, you know, it's sandy and you'll have some pebble beaches. Mm. Um Great for water sports on that side of the island if 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 it's if you're into surfing and stuff, a okay. little bit more wind. And that then you arrive up into, say, Rhodes Old Town. And then you go around the other side of the island. And um, not far from Rhodes Old Town is Falaraki, which okay. is probably around fifteen minutes from Rhodes Town. Okay. Again, another resort. It was infamous years and years yeah. ago, going back into the day. Yeah. That was the party town. Okay. You know, every Greek island had a party town, be it Malion Crete, you know. Yeah. Um Falaraki was it on roads, okay. but it has changed and it's reinvented itself. And, you know, the Greeks have spent a lot of time and money investing and, you know, redoing these mm. resorts mm. and their images. So in Falaraki, you will get some, again, fantastic hotels for whatever choice. It's not party central. Beautiful beach area there. And again, it's, you know, it's a great, uh, it's a great base yeah. because you're out on the beach side. You're close to Rhodestown. Perfect um, combo. Yeah, perfect combo. Not a not far transfer from the airport. And then further below um, Falaraki again is when you come to Lindos. And Lindos, you know, it's further south along the south coast mm. of the island, depending on what way you look at it. <laughs> yeah. I'm moving. My, for those of you that can't see us on the podcast, I'm, <laughs> I'm talking with my hands here. Um, and then down to um, Lindos. Beautiful stunning you know you've got the big old castle wow. in the background or oh. up, up in the hill you've got a beautiful beach area and again fabulous properties for every budget okay you know so and again if you want something a little bit more relaxed mm. um more beach focused more for the weather relaxed down to lindos okay okay Cool. Now you do the same for costs. <laughs> now I do the same for costs. <laughs> Bring us around the island. <laughs> around the island. Um, so when you get over the excitement of landing in uh, Hippocrates International Airport, which oh, wow. is the island of Cos, yes. Okay. Um, so the main resorts on Cos would be, say, Cos Town. And from Cos Town, you've got the, a smaller resort area just north of Cos Town, which is Salidi. But it's basically an extension of Town. Got a great cycle path okay. uh, between the two, hiring a bike. Um, and then further out the other side of Town, you've got the resort area of Lambie, which is like nearly the beach extension or the beach suburb of Town. Okay. okay. Um, Town is, again, gorgeous. You've got the small little streets, um, beautiful square, uh, looking at the architecture over the, you know, centuries. That's, centuries, that's the word <laughs> I was looking for. Too young to remember a word like that. Um, and then then you've got the resort of Cardamina. Yeah. Um, and Cardamina, again, was the party <laughs> party okay. place okay. on cause. Okay. Uh, but again, that has 
reinvented itself and Cardamna is a beautiful small little seaside village um, that's got gorgeous restaurants, cafes and bars along a small little seafront. Wow. And then at either end, um, you've got you've got Helona Beach, uh, where, again, you've got the more four, five star all inclusive properties or not just all inclusive. The, the, a lot of these large four and five star properties will do multiple board bases. So you don't yeah. have to be all inclusive, you know, bed and yeah. breakfast, half board, <clears throat> all inclusive. And then up the other end of Cardamone, you've got um, a Mitzi's hotel change. Uh, Mitzi's, oh, yes. I've, yeah, I Mitzi's, heard you talk yeah, about them before. Yeah, they're a big... Um, Greek, Greek-owned yeah. uh, chain of hotels um, and they're on Ro- roads called Zancrete. Um So Cardamna is again, it's gorgeous. It's it's like 15, 20 minute transfer from the airport. So it's, wow. uh, you know, Cause is a lot smaller than roads. Okay, so the so island is so easily accessible. You know, you're not. Size wise, what would it be? Like, would it be half the size of roads or a quarter of the size? Oh, like, is it, um, like, is it to, really? So to drive from Town, which would be at the top, yeah. down to Kefalos yeah. on the bottom, takes probably around 45, 50 minutes. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And then, as I say, Kefalos would be the, the last resort on the the south of the island. Um, if you see any photos of Cos, you'll see a small little church on a tiny little mm. islet out in the water. Um, and that's down in Kefalos. Kefalos is a more quaint Greek village um, where you'll find a lot more self-catering, the smaller boutique style um, properties. A lot more authentic as well. So both both Coss and Roads, like the, the main town, is a is a really great focus. Absolutely, lots to do, lots to eat, options, shopping, loads of history, yeah. and resorts in their own right. Yes, as well as other resorts on the island. That's really really good. Yeah, that's a really good way of summarising it actually. And there, yeah. and it's it's great to get around. You, you know, or not get around, get out. Yeah. Hiring a car for a day or two is always worth it. They're islands. Yeah. And in the grand scheme of things, they're not very big, so you're not yeah. going to get very lost. Yeah. You know. No. And that's half the fun. And Marae, yeah. for, for both of those, is it couples, families, Everything. older age group, or a mix of it, it, all of it, the above? It's a mix of all of the above. Mix of all of the Just above. Just choose the right property. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. Perfect. So will we head over to Crete? Yeah. And, and you were there last year? I was there last June. Again, uh, May, June and September, October. I think so, yeah. But they're just ideal for Greece. Because it does get really hot July and August. And Crete, um, Ryanair flying to Hania, which is... Over the west. The west side of the the island. island. Like you're on the north coast, all the resorts for the most part are on the north. Heraklion is more to the east. Uh, um, Hania Airport is to the west. Yeah. And what are the resorts around there? I know it's Hania itself and Rethymnon. Yeah. Uh, well, Rethymnon would be heading from Hania towards Heraklion. Okay. So if you were in Hania and then heading more west again, um, Georgopoulos. Okay. Um, Aga Maria yeah. and uh, Platanius. Oh, lovely. So it was Platanius that we stayed in. Um, and again, much smaller. Yeah. It, it, it was lovely. You know, again, it was mm. just the... Oh, um. <laughs> the food, the friendliness, the, yeah, the all the of these. I was literally <laughs> say the food. <laughs> I saw you were like a distance. You were there. 
better. Do you know what? Do you know what? I was just thinking of on the first day. I'm a I'm a beach lover. You know, yeah. I'm not really a swimming pool person. Um, and I was there with my friends and they had their kids. And obviously, sure, God, all a kid wants is a pool and Water. some sort of inflatable. Yeah. And in you go. But trying to convince them to just take a walk along the seafront with me, you know, and it's 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 small. It's not a big it's, it's fantastic. It's a real proper sunny, small uh, summer resort, yeah. you, you know, tourist resort strip. Anyway, we walked down onto the beach and. Um, and we just came across this row of beautiful beach bars. Now, they're, they're, they were up from the beach. They're not yeah. on the beach itself. Um, and we stopped in one. And this was probably, it was probably around midday. So we used it as an excuse to sit in. We have to get out of the, the midday sun. <laughs> and I don't think we left there till around eight o'clock in the evening. And it was literally just trying different foods and it was foods just yeah. trying different foods after different foods after different foods and, great. and the boys were just down on the beach playing in the water they were close to us we could see them um, but again it's that friendly relaxed feeling that yeah. you get you're, you're not on edge you know yeah. there doesn't seem to be that heightened sense of worry or anything it's so Greece would be a very safe destination well Personally, yes, I would yeah, say. Yeah, 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 generally speaking. I mean, yeah, gen- yeah. generally speaking, you're always going to <laughs> yeah. be wary yeah. about what you say. But there, is, the, but there was that feeling. It yeah. was, again, it wasn't packed. Yeah. You know, you're not looking at people in their droves. It wasn't a very large beach. Yeah. So you weren't looking at rows and There were sun loungers there, but you weren't looking at rows and rows of sun loungers. It just yeah. had that comfortable, relaxed. Lovely. Do you know what? We're on holiday. Yeah. So into Hania and then you have that kind of western yeah. Crete, uh, Hania itself and then Platanius, Imerina uh, and Georgiopoulos. Mm-hmm. Sounds gorgeous. Yeah. And then will I do Corfu jail? Yeah. And then we can kind of move on to Santorini and Just then come back to Just before we leave Crete. Go. I do want to mention we went to Elephanisi Beach which is, you know, with the pink sands. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh, my God. Because, wow. because there was six of us we hired a taxi um, because none of us would go on a coach. Like from where we were, if we were on a coach, the tour, I think it was nearly three hours it would have taken to go. So we decided, right, we'll treat ourselves um, and just hired a taxi between yeah. the six of us. Um, I think it took us around an hour and a half. But you literally go cut because you're going from, say, the, the north coast down to the Oh, well, OK. So you cut through Crete. So that in itself was absolutely stunning, yeah, you know, yeah. going through the mountain. That was gorgeous. The, the driver was great crack. Um, <laughs> and we arrived at Elephanisi Beach before all the tour coaches arrived. Wow. wow. Brilliant. And it is stunning. Wow. It's like, it's like a giant infinity pool. In the ocean, I'm going to bore you with my photos when we get back to the office. Um, well, do because we can incorporate them into the promo for the podcast, oh, and people can see what we're talking about. Elephanisi Beach. Elephanisi Beach. It was just doing. Now it, it it depends because the, it depends on uh, the tide or what they were the co- the coral. It's the way the coral and the sand moves that gives it that pink hue. Okay. So it does depend on the tides. We couldn't really see it the day we were there, but if you looked, you could. But just 
it was spectacular. Wow. It really was spectacular. Um, and like you're walking for a good bit and the water is only, you know, waist high. Wow. Um, oh, that sounds gorgeous. And it's crystal clear. So definitely worth the trip. And uh, one of the guys that were, was with us, he was a keen cyclist. Um, and another thing that's, you, you know, notable around the islands is you do see a lot of people cycling. Okay. But he... Um, He's a keen cyclist, so he went down to the bike shop and he brought the full gear with him, the Lycra. None of us were going with him. He didn't <laughs> want to be seen with him. But he went off and he did that as well and wow. did it on his own, cycling around. And he'd never been to Greece before. And oh, it's a great was, way to yeah, see it. I'd yeah, say. a great way to see it. And like that, he was able to stop off small little tavernas. He was going through little villages. Oh. He said it was spectacular. So, yeah, they were my little tips there. Yeah. And what's um, the gorge? Is the gorge? There's a gorge in Crete. Now this is a quiz. Oh. Is it called? <laughs> now we need to check. I think it's called the Samarian Gorge or Samarian Gorge or something. And I think that cuts right through Crete because, like, oh, that rings a bell. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there's yeah. a quiz. We we'll figure it out when we get back yeah, to the office. Yeah. Just goes to show we are human. We don't know the answers to everything, <laughs> but we do our best. Yeah. And what about Corfu then? Corfu is stunning. Like it's it's in a different location. It's northern Greece. And kind of outside of the Aegean Sea, so you're you're looking straight across to the Albanian coast and and over to Albania from Corfu town, and then on the other side of Corfu you have kind of Brindisi and the very foot of Italy. So Corfu is is lovely. Like again, tons of history. Mm. Corfu town itself is just beautiful, and it, it is a town. It's not a city. It's a small town. And a very pretty island. It's a narrow island in the south and it gets a bit wider up to the north. But some gorgeous resorts. I think I think Corfu town itself is beautiful. We've quite a few people in the office who just go back to Corfu all the time. Um, south of Corfu town is one of our favourite hotels, Jill, the Corfu, the Marbella Corfu, oh, yeah. which has just had an incredible refurb and is like has its own stunning beach. Yeah. And great facilities for families, great facilities for couples. It is just out of this world. Um, There's different places that I really liked over to the what would be the West Coast is one of the few really, really golden sandy beaches. I.S. Georgia's South Beach. And it is gobsmacking. It's just like sand dunes, which is quite unusual for Mm, Corfu and quite unusual for Greece. and it's quiet. There's a great hotel there, the Labranda, which we have really, really. If you're looking for beaches, that's where to go. And then further north is the stunning resort of Palio Castrizza. Small number of hotels, but this is a bay and it is breathtaking. It is like you're in Thailand or Vietnam. It is knockout in terms of the scenery and the setting, wow. like the, the, the cliffs kind of, you know, arch the bay and then you can go out to the sea through the through the, the, the where the cliffs meet or don't quite meet so wow. really nice but then you know, there's just so much to do and like we hired a car we stayed close to Corfu town you can go down south towards Maratica Masangi Benitzes and then you'll hit that Marbella hotel um, and up to the north Akaravi's like some lovely beaches but again great food small properties for the most part now yeah. there's some great properties on Corfu now um, you know, really, really good quality product. Um, Ecos have some stuff there. Um, so and, and and that Marbella property, but a really nice mix. Ideal for whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. Like if you want yeah. a really laid back, basic 
cheap and cheerful holiday. The self-catering options are super. If you want the family holiday with the kids clubs and all of that, really, really good. Less so on the all-inclusives in Corfu, I think more so down to the, the property size, but just a great option. And for me, sometimes all-inclusive in Greece is just a mismatch because, you know, yeah, I'd you, agree you, with you, you just want to enjoy those yeah. tavernas and Go that food. Go out and try all the yeah. local, yeah, local And because places. it's so cheap, you're not really you're not really making the saving you would in other destinations where all-inclusive is more a thing. So, yeah, Corfu, definitely try it. And then a day trip over to Albania. Um, really nice and something different to do, you know. So then the only island left. So we've done Kos and Rhodes and Crete with, with Maraid. I've covered Corfu. And then we have Santorini, yeah. which which both Aer Lingus and Ryanair have flights into. So it it in its own right has become a really popular destination. And we've the like absolute... Everybody knows Thera. They may not know the name of Thera when mm. they when they mm. see Santorini, but that is that that town that's perched on top of the the cliff, where the volcano effectively erupted and the, and the half of Santorini fell into the sea. But that is the view that you get from the cruise ships because I think yes. both of us would feel from a product point of view, Santorini is just a great cruise destination. Like yes, it's a great holiday it's, destination. Yeah. It seems to be very popular with younger crowd with the honeymoon market with you know anybody looking for something again that little bit different which people are doing this year they're looking for something different and maybe you know still looking to stay within Europe and that said you know the airport on Santorini is great like so it's direct into Santorini there's no challenge both Aer Lingus and Ryanair and right close to the airport is Camari but this again is another very small island so you could have the beach now they will be dark sand beaches because mm-hmm. it's volcanic as you were saying so Camari is to the one side of the airport and Parissa is to the other side of the airport so you have those two beach resorts and then you can just taxi over to Thera for the evening time because not quite sure I'd stay in Thera for a whole week yeah you know, it, it, is get, it does get busy, but again, like yourself, I yeah. it was a port stop on a cruise. Yeah. And it's breathtaking. It is breathtaking. And the sunsets and, <sighs> yeah. you know, you've got to have cocktails and just watch those sunsets. <laughs> but you can very easily do that by being in Camaria, Parisa or to the north in Oya mm-hmm. and then come into Thier in the evening time. Um, so like a, a really, really well worthwhile holiday option. Yeah. We moved to the mainland. We yeah. moved to Thessaloniki and, and Halkidiki. Halkidiki. Yes. I'm right back to you because yeah. you did you did so, this as a two centre. Yeah, holiday. Well, I did it as a two centre. So it was um, when Ryanair start Ryanair started their flights up into Thessaloniki mm. a few years back. Um, myself and Bettina headed down and arrived into Thessaloniki, and we hired a car and drove down to Halkidiki. So it was an hour's drive mm. from the airport, which was great. So if you're looking at a map of Greece. Halkidiki is, they call it the three fingers, fingers, (laughs) the three fingers um, on the mainland. So the three, you've got Cassandra, Sithania and uh, Mount Athos. Ah. So we stayed in Cassandra. Hmm. I think that's the main one, isn't it? The main kind of. Do you know what? I I read somewhere they said if you're looking to find somebody and uh, party and have a great time uh, and find the love of your life, you go to Cassandra. Okay. Then once you've found them and you're married, when you go back, you go back to... Sithonia? Uh, yeah, Sith- Sithonia. Um, because <laughs> it's more calm, relaxed, okay. laid back. Um, and then Mount Athos, obviously. The, the tourists go, don't go to that yeah. to that finger. Um, it's a more kind of traditional monastery. Yeah, it's, it's famous for the monastery. Yeah. We never made... Now we only, we, and some of the men only monasteries yeah. and some of the women aren't allowed to visit. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> 
We I think you um, can do boat trips around it. You can do boat trips, it, yeah. yeah. But Tina and myself, we went over for a long weekend. Yeah. You know, so it's absolutely doable in a long weekend and hired a car. And again, it, it's gorgeous. You know, it's the crystal clear waters. Yeah. Um, but both of us are quite adventurous and we wanted to explore. Yeah. Um, so it was uh, in the car. And we just we were like Thelma and Louise. Um, we didn't have any <laughs> real plan. That. Yeah, we didn't have any real plan. We just when we were hungry, we stopped and got something to eat. Um, it was generally by a beach. So we stayed there and we had a swim Um had a look around that, and we, we did that for three days. Um, and it was fabulous. It really, really was fabulous. Um, and very easy to get around. Yeah. Um, and then back up to Thessaloniki and we spent two nights there uh, in the city yeah. afterwards and it's beautiful. Yeah. Like I, really I would have it all, I, to, be, to be honest with you, when it comes to going to Greece, I, I love the islands mm. and uh, don't get me wrong, Halkidiki was beautiful. Mm. It really was. But I kind of miss the island feel, mm. you know, because yeah. I'd been to the islands before. So you do, you do kind of compare it to that. But Thessaloniki as a city, oh, it was stunning. I wow. really loved it. Really wow. loved it. Again, it's Greece. It's got a fascinating history. And I've seen some great food programs. I can't remember the name of the various chefs who do, who, who do them, but like yeah. Thessaloniki has featured so heavily. Rick Steen, I think, uh, did a great one there. And it, like, oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, we just we asked the receptionists in the hotel, yeah. you know, which is something that you really should do yeah. no matter where you are in Greece. Yeah. You know, speak to the people that are working in the hotel because they've got family that have a great restaurant. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, one leads to another. So, yeah. um, And like the value, like I know, Jill, you would you'd know this because when we when the flight started into Halkidiki, we were looking like it was great because it was new destination. Yeah. It was opening yeah. up and the value for money from the hotels. And you've been down there. Yeah. like You've done a fam trip down to Halkidiki as well. So yeah. like you know it quite well. Yeah. Um, and the value was just a real call out. It really was. It you was know? great, great value for really good value prod, um, product as well. Like it was four star half board and it was really great value. Yeah. And and the, the chain um, of hotels, Sani, have an amazing resort on Halkadiki. Yeah. I think they have about four or five properties yeah. within it. Mm. And it is just really, really luxurious. It is superb. Ecos, I think also as well, have have great properties in Halkidiki. So once again, you have that mix of if you want to do it very casually or you want to do the family piece or you want to do the kids club or you want to do five star luxury. Yeah. They really honeymoon. have yeah. honeymoon, yeah. ideal honeymoon <laughs> yes. destinations yeah. um, and, and some great, great options. And then sticking with the mainland, we might wrap it up by coming back to the capital, uh, Athens. Oh. Yeah. Great city break. Great. Oh, oh it, it, it's the perfect city break. It really is. It has everything from uh, history to the food to the Greek. Well, you have people. weather, you have food, you have value for money, you have tons to see. Yes. You know, like what they have done, like, you know, you have the Acropolis, obviously, which is the iconic Athens skyline. Yeah. And they have rebuilt the most incredible museum, the new Acropolis Museum. You would just spend a day and, you know, museums might sound like boring, but like th this is so interactive and so engaging and just the entire culture, history of Greece, the Olympics, yeah. everything like there is so much to do and so much close by to Athens that you can do on day trips but and when, out to the islands as well. When you're up at the Acropolis and you're looking out mm. over the city, I mean, it, it, it's 
it, it's breathtaking. It really wow. is. It's a vast but, city. The population of five million. At so least. it's a population wow. of Ireland At least. in a city. And yeah. it's just in front of you. And ah, oh, it, it is fabulous. And Mairead, for like, I know this is primarily we're focusing on Greece itself as the destination, but we are seeing more ships yes. offer cruises from Athens. So yeah. that means, you know, if they're cruising from Athens, people should really be doing pre-cruise and post-cruise nights in Athens to get a feel for Absolutely. the city. Absolutely. Like you're, yeah. you're, it's a four hour flight. You have Aer Lingus on the route, you have Ryanair on the route and you have Aegean Airlines on the route. So like plenty of choice and and the value, the hotel prices in Athens yeah. are really, really, really good. Yeah. You know, so once again, it's a great option. It's there as a city break option. It's there as a cruise gateway. And like, I think nearly all of the cruise lines this year, almost all of the core our, our, cruise lines yeah, are sailing we from offer, Athens. Yeah. And I, 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 th- I think it's Piraeus, which is the port area. It's only from the airport. You're looking at 40, 45 mm. minutes in a taxi. And that's on a motorway. So, it, uh, you know, you beat the, the, the dreaded Greek traffic. Um, has really taken off because post-COVID, a lot of the Eastern Med, which has taken in all of the Greek islands, it's that really popular mm. um, itinerary, yeah. would have historically sailed from uh, Venice. Yes. And with all the restrictions post-COVID, with of the course. port in Venice, ah. they've moved, you, you know, ships. so you're not yeah. sailing from Venice itself. They've moved further afield. Whereas Athens... A lot, Athens has now kind of picked that up, it mm, seems. Mm. Um, and just like if you were sailing out of Venice, you know, again, it's a sin to get off a plane, go straight to the port, get on a ship and leave. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you would say exactly the same for Athens. You Absolutely. know, you do a pre or you do a post and yeah. you make sure you get two nights there to have a look and explore because it's stunning. Wow. Yeah, sounds great. Well, I think that was the perfect wrap up yeah. in terms of a run around the Greek islands. I am now starving. I want a nice <laughs> Greek salad Oppa. with some great <laughs> feta and, and some a, a lovely pita bread and oh. tzatziki. Oh. And you know what? It doesn't even matter. No matter what airport you land in, you know, if there's just one of them airport vendor, yeah. you know, concessions and they're selling a cheese and spinach pie. <gasps> OK, OK, folks, so okay. that's it. We're, <laughs> so we'll we're, wrap we're, that up we're, there. We're getting too yeah. hungry now. We have to, we're getting hangry, so we're going to have to <laughs> well, move on. Yeah. Thank you very much for joining us today, Mairead. Thank, no. you, thank you so Paul. much. You've really painted it for everybody, I think. Definitely. Loads Off more. to Greece this year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. well, Guess what I'll be doing when I go back to the office. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> thanks a million, Jill. Thank you. And uh, thanks for listening to our podcast today. And if you would like to follow us on our social channels, we're on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, LinkedIn, and we're also now on TikTok. So you'll be able to find us there. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. Bye bye. Thank you.